Nothing much happened the rest of the day, so I went back to the office, practiced flipping cards into my hat. You never know when they might allow me back to play in the next tournament. I asked my secretary about the name on the matchbook, the Vlad and Pale Bar. She said that she used to go there in another life and that it's now a rundown bar where freaks and sociopaths hang out. My kind of place, I thought, and it just might be enough to scare the crap out of Susan. I picked up my exit 7 as agreed and we were down at the Vlad and Pale Bar by 7.30. I found a parking spot close by so I felt lucky, and a bit safer. We found the front door to the bar and walked in. Good evening, sir. Madame, right this way. Now I'd heard it dark before, but this joint was pitch. The only way to see anything was to buy one of their candles. Finn later, I walked up to the bar to get some drinks. The only thing they had were Bloody Marys and Grave Errors. I'd never heard of a Grave Error, so I ordered two Bloody Marys. Fifteen bucks, what are they made out of, real blood? <laughs> I walked back over to where Susan was standing and handed her a drink. I think I see him. The only thing I can see is nothing. I might as well be eating at a French restaurant. At least I'd know I'd be getting ripped off when I made the reservation. There he is over there, I swear. I swear it isn't becoming of a lady. You shut up with your stupid jokes. I think he went in the bathroom. What do you want me to do about it? Go talk to him. And don't talk in the job. Get going! Ouch! Don't pinch me there. I'm going, I'm going. Ask him where he was today. P.I. Junior all of a sudden. Obviously, she had not learned that much about detective work during our marriage, or she would have known that one has to be smooth about these things. As I kept walking, I noticed that there seemed to be a bunch of other things that were a little strange about this place. Dark, yes, but the people in this joint were just lying around like there was nothing else to do. Come to think of it, there were no pinball games, no pool tables, no shuffleboard, no mirrors, and most important, no Jatoni. I pushed open the door to the can and spotted the suspect. I went over and stood next to him and began to look him over for a missing pocket. Hey, freak, this ain't no peep show. Oh, I, uh, I actually was not interested in that. I was wondering what happened to the left side pocket of your jacket. Well, it looks like this one right here, doesn't it? I pulled the suspect's pocket out of mine, took out his pack of cigarettes and lit a smoke. So? I was wondering what you were doing at 362 Dixon Avenue earlier today. I can be anywhere I want. It's a free country. You know, I've never heard anyone say that with more conviction. The problem is that's the most overused line in the history of mankind and it's a load of crap. So I suggest you tell me what you were doing there today before I crush your head in the urinal. All right, pal. I'll tell it like it is. Your lady friend, she's a psycho check, and she's gonna turn that's into a- enough out of you, freak boy. I tried to hide myself from the spray of blood and guts, but this time it happened too fast. The second the bullet hit the guy, he shriveled up into nothing and vanished. Except for the blood and guts which wound up on me. Special new composite bullets, Brick. They disintegrate the skin and bones of a human body while leaving the inner. How nice. But what the hell for? To baffle the police. I don't think you need to do that to baffle the police. Move, smartass. Right then a door appeared and opened behind one of the stalls. She waved at me with her gun to enter and she followed me in. As we walked through this tunnel, she started talking about old times. You know, Brick, things weren't that bad. Which marriage were you in? Now don't start. At least I didn't take your self-esteem down the steps. I ain't no old train. I don't run on that stuff. I move on my imagination, baby. S-team, not steam. Keep moving. What daytime TV have you been watching, Jack? I hate it when you call me men's names. <laughs> Turn left. Why do you think I did it so often? I'm the one carrying the gun. Turn right. 
Congratulations, carrying a gun and walking. Call Ripley's Believe It or Not. If you wanted me dead, you would have done it years ago. Turn right and stop. Ah. A damp green tiled room beneath the city. How appropriate. With all this cloak and stagger zen crap, you must be working with or for someone else. How right you are, Brick. By the way, nice piece of tailoring on the threads. I like the way they worked in the small intestine. Yeah, thanks. If you like, I'll give you my tailor's address. He's just down the street. Why, that would be just grand. Just hold on for two seconds while I get something to write. Enough of your wisecracking, Mallory! You started it. So when the hell did they let you out? They didn't. I left all by myself. I'm a big boy now. Well, nice of them to tell me. Paperwork was probably a little backed up. What the hell else could it be? Well, Susan, I hope you realize that you're working with one of the all-time greatest bullshit artists in the history of mankind. Let me present to you right from the land of lunacy, the Council. By the way, Councy, what's it like to have a first name that's a determiner? I'll let you in on a little secret, Brick. My real name is... LaFunk Cranston. No. Susan, is it true? Yes. He was tired of living in his brother's shadow. Not only does he have the power to make himself invisible... But I've been practicing on my mind control powers, and I've reached a level of expertise... Really? Last time we met, you were still at the professional level. So, what do you have planned for me this time, Countsy? Well, Brick, since it's been such a long time, I thought I might start out with a little mind control, and then a little side order of mass murder committed by yourself. You've tried that before and it didn't work, remember? Ah, true enough, Brick. But I was winging it last time. This time I've got a solid plan. Are we? Would you two shut up? The plan is to get everyone in that stinking Vlad and Pale bar to run wild in town. Brick would have to kill them and in turn be thrown in jail for the rest of his life for going mad. She is right, you know. Well, let's get to work. I'm ready. No. First, we'll let you go. You, being a creature of habit, will try to warn people. Go to the police to tell them of the evil plot that will take the city by storm. But no one will listen to Crazy Brick, who thinks he's better than everybody else in his price range. So no one will help. Then you alone will have to kill off the entire army of cannibal vampire zombie creatures under our control. <laughs> She does go on a bit, doesn't she, Kelsey? She is a rookie. She'll learn. Now get out of here, Brick, before I change my mind. You change your mind more than a backbencher trying to get reelected. <laughs> You're always the witty one. <laughs> the next thing I know, I'm out on the street and the door I just went through vanished. I had to warn people about this evil that would be coming to town, and it wasn't the Billy Joel concert. First, I had to get my car. I ran around the corner. It was still there, thank God. I started her up and raced right over to Brian Dreyer's office at 13 Division. I knew that he usually works late, so I might be able to catch him before he left for the Spider Goulash Bar. I arrived at the Division in about half the time it would usually take, and went up to his office. He was sitting at his desk when I ran in. Brian! Brian! Brick, what the hell are you doing here? You would not believe what just happened to me. If you were out with Susan, I wouldn't even hazard a guess. He leaned over to turn off the solitaire game on his computer. I told him the sordid details of my evening with Susan, the council, what had happened, and what was about to happen. The council? That crackpot's still in the slammer. Brick, you know I would have told you otherwise. Give me a minute to turn on my computer and search the records. Here we are. 
Oh. Back up a paperwork, I guess. He escaped from the courthouse a few days ago. No one's seen him since. Well, I did. And later on tonight, he's gonna unleash an army of cannibal vampire zombies onto the city. There's no time to warn anyone. We gotta get to my office and prepare for the ghoulish invasion, too. When was the first? When Buddy One-Eyes came to town. The bit about the cannibal vampire zombies didn't even seem to phase Brian, which kind of phased me. Well, Susan, I think it is almost time to let those people out of the bar to take over the city. It was a stroke of genius, my idea to capture the homeless, vagrants, bag people, drunks and politicians, assemble them in the Vlad and Pale Bar, melt their minds with my marvelous mind control abilities, and let them take care of our dirty work. Whatever you say, LaFunk. I'm just happy your gray matter's up to snuff after all that electroshock treatment. You doubt my powers? How can cool you? Cool your boots, Jack. Jack? The plan is working, and revenge often turns to murder when it involves a brick. What? Never mind. Just let those morons loose in half an hour so I'll have enough time to get out of here. What about me? I have to get to the airport. You said you'd send me to a singles club in Jamaica in return for- Shut up! Be ready to go in 15 minutes. And LaFunk, your spell had better be good for up to and including one hour. Oh, it is. It is. I'm going to Jamaica. I'm going to get lucky. Brian and I got to my office 15 minutes later, only to find my secretary sitting in her chair, passed out with the rest of the vino around her like a defense shield. I walked over to her and gave her a couple of light paintbrushes across her mug. She woke suddenly with that left hook I mentioned earlier. Connected with my jaw. I got up and told her the problems that would soon plague the city. You can't be serious. More serious than French toast and gravy. Now that's serious. Can I do anything? Yeah, would you call ahead to the spider goulash and order three double whiskeys and three English muffins? No butter. No butter? Don't need any slippery fingers tonight, Brian. Where the hell do you think you're going? I thought... The third whiskey's for you, or ain't you looking for any adventure? Let's go! We headed outside, looking like a very neoteric mod squad. Our mission? To search out and trash some crazed cannibal vampire zombies under the mind control of one, the Council, who was under the control of one pain-in-the-ass ex-wife. Children, run free! You'd think a guy with mind control powers could come up with something better than that? Susan, why don't you shut the hell up? Brick's right, you are a pain in the ass. Too bad you can't do anything about it. With this special drug I take, you can't penetrate my mind. In due time, my child, in due time. Damn frozen. Pardon me? Uh, we'd better get going if we're going to make it to the airport on time. had a strange feeling to them this night. My company, Brian, my secretary, and I were as ready as dogs in heat. Standing in the street with guns out and wits on end. The smog covered the pavement like a cheap duvet. Something was gonna happen, soon. I felt it in my bones. 
I hear something coming from over there. Where? Here they come. Suddenly around one corner, a herd of cannibal vampire zombies blazed a trail of destruction. We opened fire like a Jimi Hendrix solo, messy but perfect. For the first round, we took out the end line and started in on the next. Like gods are gruesome. Don't look them in the eyes or you'll see their souls. And then what happened? Nothing, it's just really sick. It could be as bad as a flesh falling from the body. It's a close second, it's shooting. Look out behind you, Brian! Nice shooting. Thanks, sister. Hey, Rick, where'd you get these guns? I gotta get me some. From the back of the National Surveillance Magazine. Yeah, my copy gets ripped up before I can get to that. The bodies just dropped. We were two blocks away from the spider goulash, and we all needed the fuel that was waiting for us. We ducked in through the spider goulash secret trap doors. We hit the last of this wave of crazed insanity. There you go. Hey, sister, having a good time? Yeah, a million fucking laughs. Buddy handed us three whiskeys and three English muffins. We hot-footed it back to the street. The second wave hit us like the heat of an oven, hot and unexpected. We pulled out our guns and let hell fly. The second wave went down easier than the first, which was a good thing because I was getting tired. It was the last wave of foolhardy ways. After the last cannibal vampire zombie fell, Brian called for a number of police cars and assorted others to come and pick up the carnage. Actually, it wasn't carnage because to stop the cannibal vampire zombies, we used tranquilizer slugs that looked and sounded like real bullets so you could still seem like a tough guy in front of others. I knew they were under the control of the council, so I couldn't let the innocent pay for their own misfortune. Except maybe for the politicians. I'm going to the airport. Brian, take care of things here, will ya? You got it, Brick. Brick, I'm coming with you. Okay, let's go. We got into my car and sped off to the airport, passing the spider goulash bar to a standing ovation. All I thought as we drove by was, what a bunch of lazy bastards. That was the most action I've had in a long time. Not getting much lately, eh? It's not from lack of trying. Still water has no tide. What? I just hope we find them before they hijack an airplane. Do you think you could really do that? If you can break out of jail, you can swipe a plane, baby. What if I told you about using that language with me? All right, I'm sorry. I promise I'll never say swipe again. I actually didn't know that Susan and the council were going to the airport, but I thought it was a good guess. Two hours later, we figured it wasn't a good guess. I took my secretary home. Wanna come up for a nightcap? No thanks. I'd look foolish wearing one of those things. I'll see you tomorrow, Brick. Hopefully. I drove back to the office to return the bag of weapons and unused ammo. I parked outside my building and looked up to notice a faint light coming from the window of my office. And it wasn't rehearsal night for my a cappella group. I quietly moved up the stairs, my weary bones aching from the evening's frenzied street battle. I arrived at the outer office door and found it unlocked. I put down the bag, drew my gun, keeping my tranquilizer pistol concealed in my coat pocket. I slowly opened the outer door, letting my gun lead me in. The light from the hallway illuminated the room. No one was there. I edged toward the office door. Without warning, I kicked in and jumped into the room and was frozen like a deer, caught in the headlights by my own desk lamp. Well, don't you look ridiculous. Ah, crap. Drop the gun, Brick. Well, up to now, it was a good fight, wasn't it, Brick? One of our best. By the way, Susan, what did you do with a psycho? You know me. I always keep my end of the bar goon. He did as he was told, so I paid him and drove him to the airport. He's on vacation somewhere. You were at the airport? Yes. The one where planes come and go The very one. The airport in this city? Yes. Must have just missed you. Guess so. Coffee? 
Is it instant? No, you just add water. I'll pass. Yeah, that's probably for the best. So what do you plan to do now with that thing pointing at me? I thought I might shoot you in the leg, just to remember me by. How could I forget you? Having already distracted her with idle chit-chat, I had slipped my hand into my coat pocket, placed my finger on the trigger of my trank pistol, and plugged her in the <laughs> arm. She <sighs> fell to the floor, silent for a change. That's what happened. Well, Brick, another job well done. No thanks to you, Steve. So, what'd you do with your ex-wife? I took her back to her place and let her sleep it off. And the council? Wait till next time, I guess. Well, we'll have to go to the captain tomorrow and explain what happened. Is there any way I can get out of that? Nah. Might as well go in hungover. Another round, bartender. 